Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Sports Center. It's Aiden. I am Darius Adams, and that's Aiden Munson. And we thank you for joining us today. We have another NFL playoff episode, and we are covering the conference championship games in both the AFC and the NFC. Aiden, this has been a a phenomenal playoff run uh, for all these all these four teams that we're going to cover today. And let's go ahead and start with the AFC. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Arrowhead Stadium to face the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Aiden, as we know, Patrick Mahomes went down with an injury in the divisional game versus Jacksonville. But, of course, he was able to come back into the game and win it for the Chiefs. On on, on the opposing side, Joe Burrow has performed like probably the best quarterback in the NFL, and they defeated in our Super Bowl favorites at the beginning of the season, the Buffalo Bills. So, Aiden, this game – um, has two very elite quarterbacks, two elite teams competing for a chance to win a Lombardi Trophy. And who do you have, Bengals or Chiefs? Um, I don't know. I'm taking the Bengals in this matchup, believe it or not. Um, they say Mahomes looks 100. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, they have O-line problems for both teams, in fact, as Bengals, three Bengals O-linemen are out. And the Chiefs O-line, despite what we have seen, has still not completely fixed their problems as a whole. I think this is going to be more of a defensive-oriented game than people think. I still don't think Jamar Chase is going to get his, but I think that it, we're going to see truly what lies in the defensive capabilities. Chris Jones has played an amazing season so far. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. And with some Bengals offensive linemen missing, I think he's going to really shine this game. But I think we're also going to see some very good play from this Bengals defense as well. I think Joe Burrow will definitely have a solid game, but I'm not going to go over. I'm not saying he's going to throw for, you know, 300 yards, three touchdowns, you know, and be perfect. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to play bad either. I just don't think he's going to play phenomenal. He needs to play phenomenal for them to win this game. I like what they've been doing with the run game with Pacheco. Um, and I like what Juju Smith-Schuster has done, but I don't think they can pull it out. I think I'm, I'm taking the Bengals here. No, and this has probably been one of the toughest games I had to pick all season throughout the course of these playoffs. You know, Aiden, I look at both of these teams. Obviously, these two teams have their flaws, major flaws at that. Both teams, right. I mean, the Bengals have three offensive linemen, I believe, for this game. Uh, specific, one specifically, one major to the one major injury to the O line is Jonah Williams. He's out as well, and I think from a offensive standpoint, they're going to get their points. And Aiden, I agree with you. This is definitely going to be a defensive oriented game. But Aiden, for this game, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. And even with the hobble Mahomes, mm-hmm. uh, supposedly hobble Mahomes, the people are saying he's 100. percent That's what I've heard so far. Um, I think mm-hmm. nobody. No team has an answer for Travis Kelsey. And we've seen that throughout the course of the season. We've seen that over the course of his career. And we saw this that game against Jacksonville when Patrick Mahomes went out. I mean, Henny just straight up just threw the ball any direction to Travis Kelsey. And the rest of the Jaguars could not do anything about that. And I think even with Mahomes coming back and knowing that their running game has not been as elite, it has been elite hat. It has not been as elite as it has been in the past. And even with them not having a star wide receiver in Tyreek Hill, you still have other great quality wide receivers. You have Juju Smith-Schuster. You signed him to a great deal, I believe, for only one year. You still have McCole Hardman, I believe. 
Uh, you have um, just, you also got Kadarius Tony from New York, who's been a great addition uh, since he's arrived in Kansas City. I think this Kansas City Chiefs team is more than capable of doing that. I think, and to your point, looking at defense, they have a defensive player of the year candidate. And I don't believe that Joe Burrow got throughout the course of these playoffs is not to face anybody, any defense to the caliber of the Chiefs is this, this postseason run. I look at the two games that the Bengals have played in the playoffs so far. I look at the Ravens. We all knew that they were going to win that game. And even with, even with them having Roquan Smith, um, we all knew when it came down to the wire that the offense for the Ravens was simply not going to deliver. Case closed. Then you go to the divisional game versus Buffalo. We all had an idea in our mind that, oh, the Bills' defensive line is going to dominate the Bengals' O-line because they had so many players out, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw how bad that defensive line for the Bills was without Vaughn Miller. I mean, they could not get any, side, any type of pressure at all. I believe Joe Burrow only had uh, only took one sack, one or two sacks that entire game. Right? To your point, I feel like that Tredavious White didn't play up to part of that game. Right. And I feel like Mike Milano and Tremaine Edmonds didn't play up to part of that game. Yeah, it was just a total collapse by the Bills' defense from the jump. And at the end of the day, that Bills' offense that we've been talking about, that explosive Bills' offense with, the supposed, with supposedly the MVP and Josh Allen, you know, scored 10 back. points. 10 points. And I like the Bengals' defense. You know, they have a lot of great guys in, in Hendrickson and also Eli Apple. Uh, just, just a very talented side as far as the defense is concerned. But at the end of the day, Joe Burr has not faced a defensive player to the caliber of Chris Jones. He has not faced a team like the Chiefs. And even though the Bengals have won the past three matchups uh, going against them, I think the Chiefs team really has the momentum going into this game. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs by three. It's going to go down to the wire. Now, Aiden, let's move on to, uh, to the next game, the NFC Championship game. We have two of the top teams in the league. We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philadelphia to face the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Aiden, if Brock Purdy wins this game, he will be the first rookie in NFL history to take his team to the Super Bowl. And you look at the opposing side of the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts, a second-round pick, who is probably the front-runner for the MVP, has the chance to take – He is my MVP of the league. He has the chance to take the Eagles back to the Super Bowl for the first time since 2017-2018. Aiden, how do you feel about this game? Two of the top offenses, two of the top defenses in the league. Aiden, who do you have? Um, of course, we'll talk about the MVP race another day, but um, without further ado, I'm taking my MVP of the league and one of the best all-around teams in the league, the Philadelphia Eagles in this game. I definitely still feel like this game could go either way. I think that the San Francisco 49ers have the best defense in the league. I'm going to say it right here, right now. I think they have the best defense in the league. But – I don't I think Brock Purdy has played phenomenal, but I don't think that he is ready for a game like this. All respect to him and all respect to what he has done. But I don't know if I can depend on him in this facet of the game. 
I like what George Kittle has done, but I don't think that George Kittle is going to be enough. I like what Debo Samuels has done. And I like what Christian McCaffrey has done. But I'm going to have to ride with the Eagles in this game. I think the consistency is what gets me with the Eagles. The ability to not have Jalen Hurts in the game and still almost come away with some pivotal wins. The play both sides of the ball. The defense, yes, it doesn't have any as many names as the 49ers. It doesn't have that Nick Bosa, one of the best defensive players in the league on the side, but they still got guys. They have a secondary who has played phenomenal this year. And I think that I have faith in this team more than I have faith in the 49ers. That's why I'm taking the Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. And and I think they have the better quarterback. And despite despite the fact that I despise and hate both of these teams, I think it's going to be an incredible game. Most definitely. And I am going to choose the San Francisco 49ers. And I look Mm -hmm. over the course of this season, the Philadelphia Eagles, they've had one major flaw throughout this incredible season. And that has been the lack of consistency of the run defense. Now, don't get me wrong, they played great going against the New York Giants. They made Daniel Jones look a ghost. They made Saquon Barkley and the rest Saquon of the Saquon Barkley only had 50 yards. They made Saquon Barkley. Yeah, 60, 60, excuse me, 60 yards. Yeah, they made him look like, they made Saquon and the rest of the offense with Hodgins and everybody else and, you know, and uh, Galladay, um and the rest of the guys look like a show themselves. Don't get me wrong, that was an incredible game and a defensive showcase by the Eagles. But the Eagles have not faced a team with this many weapons on the offensive side of the ball like the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey, ever since he got to San Francisco, has played like one of the best, if not the best running back in football again, like he had a couple of years ago. Debo Samuel, the, even with the injuries this season, has performed like one of the top wide receivers. George Kittle, undisputedly the number two tight end in the league, only behind Kelsey. And they have a lot of I don't mean to interrupt everybody else. And a great offensive line. I don't mean I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, they have the best offensive lineman in the league in Trent Williams, who made Mike Parsons look foolish a couple plays, but that's not what this is about. I'm bringing up the Cowboys again to bring up this point. Are you not taking the Cowboys game into factor? The Cowboys had two Pro Bowl caliber running backs, two Pro Bowl caliber receivers, a good tight end core, and a decent quarterback. What are you trying to get to, Wade? I'm just saying that you're talking about teams with the amount of weapons. Don't the Cowboys have a similar amount of weapons? Maybe not to the caliber of the 49ers, but in a way, isn't this a comparable matchup? You could say so, but from the Eagles' standpoint, they played that game without Jalen Hurts, and when they traveled to Dallas in the late game, when they had Gardner Mitchell starting, starting for Jalen Hurts, that offense looked at times, horrendous. Gardner Minshew did not show up and take into account, you know, guys like Maddox and other guys. Right, but this is from a defensive standpoint. It's from a defensive standpoint. 
From a defensive And the game's in Philadelphia, is it not? From the day. They had Cooper Rush starting. And look at the game in Dallas. Dak put a 40 on him. So I'm looking in the case of the 49ers here. I feel like this is not going to. I feel like they took a lot of things from that Dallas game because I believe in the first three and a half quarters, the Cowboys played great defending the run. But of course, football is primarily about a game, about momentum. And rest Chris, and, and once Christian McCaffrey uh, got going in the run game, it was game over. For either team to win, they have to rely and depend on the running game. Whether it's, that was, whether it's with Miles Sanders for Philadelphia or it's, whether it's with Christian uh, McCaffrey for you know, San Francisco. And even Kyle Shanahan can incorporate Debo Samuel in the run game as well. I believe that the 49ers defense will not necessarily neutralize Jalen Hurts because we all know he can run the pocket, he can scramble. You know, he's one of the best scramble QBs in the game, right? But they can try to neutralize some other weapons, some of the weapons that they have, like Goddard and also Devontae Smith. Make Jalen Hurts forcefully throw the ball. That's the game plan for the 49ers, in my opinion, if I'm the Miko Ryans right now. And, you know, I believe the 49ers defense can easily, in my opinion, stop the run for the Philadelphia Eagles. I feel like they can really shut down Miles Sanders in this matchup. And I think Kyle Shanahan will have a masterclass offensive game planning performance against the Eagles in this game. I think either I think either team has plenty of opportunities to win this game. But at the end of the day, I think the 49ers right now, they have the experience factor. I think they have the coaching factor, the coaching advantage at that. And I think at the end of the day, from a talent standpoint, even though they're almost equal, just from the offensive side alone, I believe that the San Francisco 49ers have a more talented and skillful offense than the Eagles. So I'm taking the 49ers by three. And I also have Patrick Mahomes as my MVP, just to counter that point. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not hating. Hey, I'm not hating. He led the league in passing yards, broke his record. I'm not hating. Yeah, and I think this is something. But, um, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I think this is one of the most – These are. this is going to be most – one of the most competitive week of conference title games that we've seen in a long time. Yeah, sure. Very it's, long time. Yeah, this is not going to be like a blow-up scenario at all. This is just – no. No. You know, and it's going to be a great slate of games, great slate of games. And it seems like this season has flew by just – most definitely. About the past couple of weeks, man. It's been an incredible ride for this NFL season. And after these two games, I'll have one more game to go, and that's the Super Bowl taking place in Glendale, Arizona, in two weeks. Now, Aiden, um, of course, we have to thank the viewers for joining us here today. If you haven't already, make sure to like, subscribe, comment down below. And also make sure to hit the post notifications for updates from our channel. Until then, guys, this is Sports Grace. Aiden, I'm Gary. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And, and we forget to mention, Follow us on TikTok and Instagram under the same name. Yeah, Sports Time Dears 80. Until then, guys, this is Sports Time Dears 80. I'm Dears 80, and we will see you on the next episode, guys. Until then, peace.